Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to the number one Bengals yeah. podcast. I'm your host, Daddy McDook, and mm-hmm. I'm joined as always by Dr. Roji Delector Kismaji and our good friend, John Sheeran. And we have a very special guest today. Uh, Denard Walker, he'll be here soon. But uh, in the meantime, you know, I know so many of our friends mm-hmm. out there, so many of our listeners are uh, looking for something for the holidays, you know, because it's it's very tough with, with shoppers buying everything up online these days. Uh, getting those holiday gifts for family and friends can be very hard. It's harder than ever. You know, I mean, I go That's- to... I go to my normal shopping places and they're out of you know, kettle corn, chocolate bars, all the kind of stuff that you normally get and discounted is out. Yeah, you, you get the stuff that's about to expire. Yeah, I've gotten well, gifts I mean, from it's, you on rare occasions. Uh, yes, yes, it, it, it is not expired. Exactly. I get the stuff before it expires because I care about my friends. But there is no need to worry because our friends at Seattle Shirt Company have got us covered. Jay and the team have an un- unbelievable section of NFL and NBA jerseys for everyone on your list. And these jerseys are 100% authentic from current superstars like LeBron James to the all-time legends like Jim Brown, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Walter Payton, Seattle Shirt Company, has it all. Do they, do they yeah. make and, those jerseys? Or what does it mean no, 100% they are from, authentic from LeBron? No, the, no, yeah, it's not like authentically he is giving you the jersey. But rather, he it is of him. They make the jersey look like his jersey. I, I looked at the wait, wait, they are the, really beautiful jerseys. Does LeBron deliver it to me? Like, does he himself give me his, his yeah. jersey? Or? Uh, I'll buy it if that's the case. Yeah. Okay, so I see you are both you are both very confused. Me. Yeah, no, LeBron. these these are jerseys. These are jerseys that they they, they 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 you wear them and you look like LeBron when you wear them. You look just like LeBron. I did it. I look and I look just like LeBron. But look, right now for listeners, we have a very special one-time only pre-Black Friday Cyber Monday deal. Everything you buy at SeattleShirt.com is thirty percent off. You know, I mean that's wow. that's a decent uh, that's, discount. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, it's, that's, it's, yeah, it's about forty percent less than what you usually get off. When you buy stuff, but right, but yeah, not, for not everybody Norman, knows how. Yeah, not everybody knows how to find a great deal, but it's a good deal. It's still a good deal. So head to SeattleShirt.com and enter the code Believe B L E A V Hoji. Like I told you, how that's that's how you spell no. it. You said no, no just, but that's how you spell Believe B L E A V. You go to Believe, put in the code Believe at checkout for a thirty percent discount off of your entire order. Shipping is always free. I love that part. I saw there's a shirt for $9, you know? That means you just pay $9, no shipping. And Seattle Shirt Company is helping you get ready for the holidays a little bit early. There you go. Wow, that's great. 30%. 30%, that's quite a deal for the holidays. Never even been in Seattle. Might have to check it out. Hey, Denard Walker is here. What's going on? I'm enjoying your conversation. We're looking forward to learn, learning from your expertise. <laughs> I, I, I won't learn much. <laughs> Well, you never know. I, I'm Dr. Hoji the Electric Smudgy. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you too. Though I'm rather famous, you probably knew me from before. And up there is John Sheeran. Denard, yeah. how, how's it going, man? Good. How you doing this morning? Pretty good. Pretty good. That's good. So let's talk so, this game, I guess. Yeah. yeah, let's do it, man. What do you think? <laughs> What's going to happen? I, I, I noticed one thing about the Titans, and that is that they are a fourth quarter kind of team. 
And I know yes. this one thing about the Bengals, and that is that they are not a fourth quarter kind of team. In fact, I think we've lost most of our games in the fourth quarter. We've been pretty good at the, sometimes at the first half and sometimes up to the third quarter, but something goes wrong with our team at the fourth. So me doing the math, I, I don't know. It's not looking too good, John. What do you think? The Titans are a team that the Bengals don't normally play. It's just every three or four years uh, with the division rotation, but they look a lot different than when the last time they played them in 2017. But Denard, like, I think the conversation with the Titans going into the season was how do the combination of Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill keep up the success from last year? And so far, it, it's it, there's no regression in sight. Like, how has both of these players continued to play at the pace that they that they are and keeping control of the AFC South? Well, first of all, it's kind of like this. I, me and Davey on our podcast. One of the things that we talked about was this team is only going to be as good as the maturation process of Ryan. And what we basically watched from Ryan this year is he's not only elevated his game, he's taken it to a whole new different level than last year. And last year he played lights out. And to sit there and to watch our quarterback play the way he has been playing with resiliency, toughness, and he's been smart. He hasn't turned over the ball. I mean, he's just right now, he's up there in consideration when you talk about guys as far as being MVP candidates. That's the way that he's playing right now. Lights out. And you're talking lights about out. the continuity. Yeah, lights out. And you talk about with Derek, I mean, the continuity that these two have basically developed, the chemistry. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to watch. It's literally like watching Eddie George and Steve McNair. They actually feed off of each other. And it's like when one gets going, the other one gets going. And yeah. it, it, it's a beautiful relationship to watch these two play. It is. It is. And let, let me comment on the blossoming of Ryan Tannehill. Because we all remember Brian Tannehill from... The Dolphins, and there's a connection on this team to the Dolphins and that we've inherited a lot of the Dolphins coaching staff. And I yeah. think that when you see a quarterback do so poorly on one team and not get along with the coaching staff and flourish and blossom and succeed on another team, I think you see the problem and where the issues might have lied before. It's not that Ryan Tannehill didn't have the talent, he did. It's that the talent wasn't brought out of him, you know. And I, I'm not... So I actually think Zach in our, on our team has done a good job with Burrow. I think that's the one light in the tunnel or silver lining in that he's actually done a good job of coaching Burrow, some of the rookie stuff out of it. But you, I'm sure you know, Denard, that there is a coaching crisis in Cincinnati. There are question marks and concerns right now with the coaching staff. How do you guys feel about the, the coaches, the coaching and uh, of Ryan Tannehill and the rest of the Titans over there in Tennessee? Well, you know what? I absolutely love it. You know, I'm a big Mike Vrabel fan. I actually played against Mike for a long time. We both came into the league around the same time in 1997. He came in with Pittsburgh and I came in with Tennessee and we were both in the same division. Matter of fact, Cincinnati was in our division for a long time in that uh, AFC Central Division. And it was a tough division to play in. It was very brutal. And I, rem I remember Mike was a absolutely, he was a hellacious linebacker, man. I mean, he's from that Ohio State pedigree and those guys play hard. You know, they know one way to play. And if you watch this football team, they literally take the DNA of their coach. And one of the things that I love about Mike is he's put really a great offensive coordinator in Arthur Smith around Ryan. And basically they have fed off each other. It's like everybody's eating around there now and everybody's still hungry. And the thing that I love most, I love most about this system, 
I think Arthur Smith doesn't get a lot of credit. I think he's building up his resume, uh, not a, not only as a great offensive coordinator, but he's basically letting a lot 32 teams know that, listen, uh, you know, I'm ready to take that head coaching position if, if one becomes available. Because the way that this offense is clicking right now, considering the the fact that what they he's had to deal with, I mean, with the COVID-19 situation, I mean, he was basically sprinkling, sprinkling in guys. And, you know, sometimes when a coach loses guys like your star, like AJ, and then it's, it's hard. You start compensating sometimes and you kind of, you know, coaches panic, you know, because they expect those guys to be there to make plays. That's why you pay them so much. But then we lost Adam and Corey, you know, and, but again, you had some guys that fill in like Khalif Raymond and Baston and, you know, Ike Westbrook, Ikeen. I mean, guys coming off the practice squad and it's like they didn't lose a beat. So when I look at this team, I, I truly, I, I've said time and time again, when you watch a team, they are a reflection of how they coach. And Mike Vrabel right now, he is a heck of a coach. I don't want to say the yeah. ATFL word, Same. but he is one. I'm a big fan. I'm a, I've always been a big fan of his, but this year he is coaching lights out. Can I, can we quote you on that show then? When a team does well, I'm paraphrasing, not quoting. Mm -hmm. It's a reflection of the coach. And we could deduce from that, that when the team, John, Dario, does poorly, that the coaches are too, what? Blame. Well, 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 to be fair, to be fair, Taylor, Coach Taylor has said many times, we need to learn how to win. He has said that many times. What the he's hell does that mean? Sorry, Dinar, he, sorry. He's a, no, what the heck does a, that mean? He's a, <laughs> the, he's a very young man. He's a very young man. He is a still in coaching a school. He, he got a job before he finished his degree. He is learning. There are steps, like more points. You get more points than an the opponent. There's a lot of rules that you have to learn before you can right. win. Yeah, and Ball goes in the end zone. Yeah, there's some simple things and some complicated things. But the way I see it, and I'm sorry to go off on a rant. I'll, I'll quit with this because I know John's got smart stuff to say. I, 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 the way I see it is like, you know, uh, Zach Taylor was the weird thing on the menu that you try. If it was great, then you keep trying it and ordering at different restaurants. But Mike Brown, I know you're an eater. I'm an eater. If you try something weird and it's not good, you don't have to keep ordering it. What if it's cheap? See, you got to look from Mike Brown perspective. That's, the, that's the problem with people like you and Mike Brown. You go for cheap. You don't go for good. Let's move on. All right. I'm, I'm done with this conversation. Um, <laughs> a lot of Bengals fans know that right now the Bengals defense is struggling. I look at the Titans defense and they're honestly not that far behind. What exactly is going on with that group? What's going on with Kevin Byard, Malcolm Brown? Is it really just Jeffrey Simmons and everyone else? No, this is what's happening is they have been struggling for a while getting uh, off the field on third downs everybody knows that's the issue they're what last in the league and getting off but let me tell you something i think this defense is getting ready to come together and the reason that i say this is because if you look at last week they gave up 27 points to pittsburgh right but they spotted pittsburgh 24 points in the 27 points the whole game they spotted pittsburgh 24 points in the first half and guess how many points they gave up in the second half three and the reason that they gave up three points was they got off the field on third down. They found, or I like to say they corrected the problem. I truly believe this defense is about to go forward. I think they're going to show that they are a top-level defense because whatever happened in that second half Sunday against Pittsburgh, and I credit uh, Mike Vrabel basically getting that corrected at halftime. And again, in our player of the game Sunday was Jayon Brown, play lights out. Matter of fact, I want to give him a shout-out. I will say this. 
is that you, you're about to see the best of this defense getting ready to come out. I know people have been complaining. You know, they've been giving up some points here. I know against Jacksonville, they gave up some explosive runs. Against Minnesota, they gave up a lot of explosive passes. But I truly believe this is a defense that really is still getting to know each other. They're still filling each other out. And I do believe that their coming out party is getting ready to happen. So, yeah, they've been down for a while, but I, I believe that the problem was correct this Sunday. And I see this defense playing lights out from here on out. Well, you, you've had a lot of injuries. That's, yeah. That's been tough. To Dave and Connor specifically. Yeah, to Dave and Connor and others, uh, I think. Yeah, uh, Dory Jackson, that, that's, Jackson. A big, that's a yeah. big loss. Yeah. And you don't replace guys like that. You know, it's hard to, re- you know, the reason that, you know, I think this the secondary has been struggling is without their best cornerback in a Dory. So when you when you don't have a guy of his caliber in the lineup, you know, yeah, opposing teams are going to make some plays. And we've seen guys like Jonathan Joseph, the savvy veteran. He stepped in and he's played well. But again, uh, you know, for one thing, they do miss a Dory and we're getting ready to get him back. So that's going to be a big plus and a big booster for this defense. Never heard of Jonathan Joseph before. That's that's a new name. I mean, I mean, you never no, heard John, yeah, John, John likes being sarcastic. He played for the Bengals oh. for a very long time. And, oh, that's uh, right. I yeah, forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, I yeah. totally forgot yeah. about and that. Yeah. John is an enigmatic person. He left. He, John is like a wizard. He actually gives you riddles. He played good for no, you because, guys. Uh, John, Not that I remember. Yeah, but then what happened was he wanted a Gatorade bottle and those things are expensive. And so what happened was Mike Brown said, okay, you can have one or two, but you can't have three Gatorade bottle. And so then he said, I'm out of here. And he went to Houston. It, it, that's basically the story. It's very, very strange. So, yeah, I hope All you the- guys have a Gatorade in Tennessee. Yeah. Lots yeah, of Gatorade you- in Tennessee. Well, let me tell you something. You guys have ran a lot of guys out of there. Was it Carson Palmer? <laughs> I mean, what's going on in Cincinnati? I mean, you ran some really great players. Car- Carson, and, but, you no, know. Carson. Oh, see, hmm? that's what happens to Daddy. He shuts down Car- when you mention Carson Palmer. He hates <laughs> He hates Carson Palmer, Denard. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you've triggered him. You've triggered him. He's gone into this Damn. automatic anti-Carson Palmer mode. He's going to basically be talking about Carson Palmer I'm, I'm, for five I'm, minutes. I'm not going to say Carson's name again. But yeah, go ahead, please. Uh, yeah. You know, I have a question for you because you you played uh, in a Super Bowl. You start. I mean, you were you know a great uh, player on a great team, so you yeah. know what it takes. And the Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans were so close. I mean, they they basically lost to the best team in the league. You know, but they 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 made other teams in the playoffs. I mean, they. I, I'm very much a fan of playoff teams, teams that know how to win the playoffs. And the and the the yeah, Titans. Me I mean, they just picked it up so fast with so many new parts and coaches and all that. So when you look at this Cincinnati Bengals team, are there two pieces of in winning that Super Bowl? Uh, let me just say this right now with this team, uh, as I've had a chance to really break them down. And again, this is just my opinion. If you're if you're a Cincinnati Bengals fan, you should be very proud right now, considering the fact that you guys are one five and one. But the thing that people, something that goes unnoticed, is how a team fights. Now you got to understand that when Peyton Manning first came in the league. He was on a coach team that didn't do well, and he threw a lot of picks. The second season, what happened? They end up going to the divisional playoff game and losing to the team that would eventually represent the AFC. I mean, the Super Bowl was the Tennessee Titans. When you look at this right. team, look at their look at the way that they played. They, they tied one against the Eagles. There was only one game that they really was outplayed, and that's against the Ravens. But every game this season, this team has been in the hunt. And it starts with you got a great quarterback. So I truly believe right now, a lot of people are probably giving Zach Taylor a hard time, 
but he's got this team going in the right direction because if you look at how they're losing, I know people see that they're basically losing the games in the fourth quarter. So once yeah. they learn how to win, and because you got to understand in the game of football, that's you win. Yeah, and you, you got to learn how to win. You got to learn how to. You got to learn win. how to win, and that's what he's going to teach yeah. them again. You know, don't don't when you look at a coach. So many times we look at the records. Look at how his team is performing. Yeah, they got some holes. Everybody's got holes on their teams. What you want to do with this team is keep them fighting because once they learn how to win, it becomes contagious. And once it becomes contagious, bam, you're going you're gonna to probably see that old Cincinnati being. I love that. Denard, I love that. Denard, and, let and, me ask you a quick question. 20-second question. 20-second okay. question. Five, five, sec five seconds. Five-second question. You're a professional. How do you react to Carlos Dunlap's outbursts you're you're a professional player what do you think's going on there five second analysis it's easy get your stuff One together second. you're not bigger than the team all right hey, thank you so, so look tonight i want to end on this very positive note you said about the Bengals, and just real quick give me a number of uh, prediction who, who wins I'm terrible at predictions. I don't know because you might end up get the best out of Cincinnati this week. So, you know, I, I yeah. never make predictions because I'm not good. But I do think this is a game that Tennessee should win. Okay. Okay. Fair that enough, is enough. great. And yeah. Amen. That is all we have for this show. Don't forget to leave a review and to subscribe. Thank you to Denard. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.